Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. One of the things we're extremely passionate about on our show is charity. And as you know, the charity we often promote and raise money for is the Child Cancer Foundation. We're not only the ones... We're not the only ones, and the Crusaders have come up with their own initiative called The Long Run to rally behind one of the most deserving causes. Causes Every year, 153 kids are diagnosed with cancer, and late next month, The Long Run will start from 6am, where the Crusaders will be running a baton 153 times around Rugby and Melvin Park, which will take most of the day. It's a fantastic concept. And CEO Colin Mainsbridge is on the line now. Morning, mate. How you doing, Cole? Morning, mate. Very good. How are you? Great to speak to you again. Are you getting a, a few cakes and um, <laughs> before Christmas? <laughs> oh, plenty, Cole. Plenty. I was just talking about it before. I just uh, put up my photo of about 10 years ago. I said, mate, it's given me some inspiration. I'm getting ready to get away on holiday, but I've got to come back. And good nick, mate, because we've got 153 laps to run. We have, we have. So uh, you know the story, obviously, but Webby, who's you know, he's been around the place for a long period of time. He um, uh, he did 102 k's uh, last year uh, on yep. his own. Uh, he had a, a little bit of support, and and he was sort of so humbled by the support um, and encouragement of the community. Some people turned up and just joined in. So so this year. Uh, the idea is 153 laps for the 153 kids diagnosed with cancer each year, and um, mm. and we're just hoping that uh, everybody gets in behind it. And we had the, I think you saw we had the Australia, Australasia's best sporting team yeah. prize mm. yesterday, Graham, which sort of kickstarts kick the um, the fun. So we're stoked um, and and really excited about um, about this event next year. And I'm a bit like you, I've, I've got a few kgs. Actually, I've got a lot more than you to lose. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, congratulations, Cole, on that, uh, picking up that award yesterday, best team in Australasia again. Um, and that money that you've donated along to um, the kids in the Cancer Society is a fantastic initiative. How, how important is it um, to buddy up to, I guess, a charity um, like you have, and especially for your organisation to know and support it? It's really important, Kempi. You know, we all know the process that we had to go through and, and, and the look at ourselves we had to do um, a couple of years ago as a result of the terror attack. And, and one of the things that came out of the research that we did was that we are an organisation that's connected um, and connected both internally but also connected externally with the, the community. And 
And so if, if that's what people describe you as, then you've sort of almost got a bit of a moral obligation to do stuff around it. And then you actually hear the stories of those kids and their families. And, and, and cancer is a pretty ugly thing for anybody to have to endure, obviously. But, um, but it, it just seems particularly devastating when it's happening to kids. And you hear those families, and, and it's, it's just a bit of an inspiration, I think, to people around this place to sort of go a bit harder. And, you know, we've had plenty of people um, involved in, in the charity, and, um, and it just seems to, I, I don't know what it is, it just seems to spark the team up here, and, and they all seem to get really, really excited about it. So, yeah, I think for us, it's a, we've got to find ways to give back. And, um, and, and our brand now, you know, we talk about crusading, but crusading with heart. Um, and the best way you can crusade with heart is to actually do something for people in your community and um, for a cause. And, and for us, we're really excited to be involved in this. The success the Crusaders have produced uh, throughout the years, uh, Colin, uh, is this? can you draw a link to that community connection? Is this all part of what you've been doing and the connection to the community? I think it's quite interesting, isn't it? You know, you think about the place, and you know it better than anybody, mate, um, but you think about the place, um, what it's like and what it's like to be here. And I remember listening to Richie McCaw tell a story about uh, what motivated the team to, to perform as well as it did uh, after the earthquakes. And one of the things was that the players and the management and the board and everybody else, the staff, all decided that, at that time, the best thing they could do was was represent and do the best thing they could do for the community, inspire people to get out of bed each day, even though they were you know still suffering aftershocks and things like that. So they they felt that they had to play for something bigger than themselves, and I think that's the uh, you know a lot of people in this organisation I see them behave that way all the time. They want to do something yeah. more than being about themselves, and, and you're a classic example, mate. I think the stuff that you've done. Um, you know, post your career and um, talking about mental health and and um, and speaking for causes like this. You know, when you're doing something for for, for more than yourself, it's pretty. Um, you know, it's it's it makes you feel better about life. You, you, you know, the gratitude that yeah. comes from it makes you feel better, and I think it makes you perform better as well. That's that's my my sense. Yeah, more than an athlete, you're dead right, Cole. Hey, Australasia's best sporting team is an interesting award. Um, how informed are you on the way it's decided? Because it looks like it's pretty data-driven. It, it is. So um, Simon and Ben, uh, Simon, I jestfully described him as a nerd yesterday, but it was a sign of respect. <laughs> the guy knows. Um, the guy knows more about uh, most sport um, than most people. So you know, quite often somebody will say something, and then he'll actually just throw five or six. Um, uh, statistics at you to suggest that maybe your opinion is, is wrong or, or, or just needs a bit of testing. So, but they, we, we use them a bit at a board level to make sure that we're thinking about the long term future of the organisation. So, not, not, it's not about, you don't use it so much in season um, for us. We, we try and think long term. And so, are we setting the organisation up as best as it possibly can be? to help the coaches and the athletes perform the best they can on the park. And and a lot of the stuff that the ABST speaks to is that long run mindset. And and I think that's the bit that um, that's a bit that all, all their stats they talk about things like cohesion and teamwork. Well to mm. for those things to work, 
you've got to have great academies, great people. Um, you've got to have athletes first. You've got to have um, you've got to have long run view of things. And, and if you do put a lot of that stuff together for a long period of time, from the, the original period of when this organisation was set up, you know that's the outcome you get. So we're really proud of the award. But I think it also tells us we've got to just keep um, thinking about how can we get better tomorrow than we are today and um and so yeah but bit of pressure on to, to stay ahead well staying ahead is what you've had to do cole because we remember when you first signed up everything happened and in, in waves and you just got hit full front on so how proud are you right now the backroom there's a lot of focus on the team and and the razor and the results that they're getting but there's no real understanding of what's been going on in, in the backroom and what you've had to do and what you've had to overcome. So how proud are you of the team in the backroom and, and the work they've been doing and and focusing on, on their well-being as well? I think very proud is the, is the, the best I could say. Mm. As he, the, the, um, and you've been around and you, you yourself were very good at connecting with the people in the back office and, and people in this organisation are good at that. But they really try their hardest to get to know mm. everybody, not just the person inside or outside of them on the paddock. And you, you just see the amount of work and effort that goes in. And uh, Willie Hines, when he got back, um, and I caught up with him not too long ago, and we were actually doing this little function at the best rugby club in town, Burnside, and we are doing this little function there. And, <laughs> um, and, and I asked him the question, um, uh, you know, what is it about this place? Why do you enjoy it? And he talked about all in. He said that his observation of people around the environment is everybody is all in. So it's not just the, um, yeah. you know, it's not just the, the people at the uh, on the field. It's it's all the staff and um, it, you know to, to the cleaners. Um, they're, they're just you know everybody here is all in. And and you know it's it, it, the, the excitement they they serve the team because they know the mm. team serves a higher purpose. Um, but, uh, yeah, just all in. That, that seems to be the best way to describe it. Hey, Cole, the season coming up with um, Super Rugby, I guess we've got to ask the question, you know, are, are you capitalising on all of this razor talk, you know, and do you still have them, like, locked down, or is there something that you want to tell us? <laughs> <laughs> now, he's, he, he's contracted uh, 23 and 24, but he has a, an ability to exit in 24, so... So we're we're just you wouldn't think if you see the way that the coaching team and the players are conducting themselves at the moment you wouldn't think that there is any distraction. He is just um, he is just focusing on on this next season uh, on 2023 and absolutely you know laser light focus on it and, and the rest of the group uh, exactly the same now. We all know how good he is at handling distractions and things like that. So he'll <laughs> pop in the office and have a chat and sort of a download in it. But 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 frankly, um, I, I think he's as committed to the organisation today as what he was when he played his first game for it as well. So um, the, the 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 big thing is um, he, he's done an exceptional job of growing people around him as well. So the coaching group that's around here is. Um, yeah, I love watching them work. I love watching them challenge and test each other and encourage each other and get excited by getting out on the grass. So, so I think whatever happens, uh, we're confident um, that, that the work's been done about the whole group. Again, that sort of long-run mindset. And, and Razor's got it as much as anybody else. What I love is, is your ability to give 
inexperience. I'm only speaking from Jimmy Ma, who's James Marshall, who's only just finished um, an opportunity at the highest level, and that's what I love. So how have they um, transitioned into the coaching realm? You've got Dan Perrin, you've got James Marshall coming in. How, how's that kind of going? They, they look like they're having a lot of fun. Um, uh, they keep me well locked out of the office uh, so that I'm not uh, licking the windows and, uh, and, and joining in too much. I think um, Jason took the iPad off me um, uh, when he went to the All Blacks gig and said, I'm never allowed to uh, get out on the park and, and, and video ever again. Um, and so, <laughs> and so ever, I, I, I watch from a distance, but you know, genuinely those guys um, contributing uh, from day one. And again, that's something yeah. else we learned about ourselves that brand with you know you, you, you expect people uh, and you encourage people to give all of themselves from the moment they arrive and they're contributing from day one both GP uh, and Jimmy they look really really they look like they've been there for years then the other one for me is Tums Tamati Ellison you know oh, um, I, I love him at his work and and I think about the, the, the quality of his work um, and uh, how good he's been and how confident and, um, and how much leadership he's oozing uh, in the environment now. So we're very, very lucky with the quality of people we've got, no doubt about it. Yeah, beautiful, mate. We appreciate you coming on, Cole. Just quickly before we let you go, what day are we doing this run and how can we and our listeners show our support for the long run? So long run, mate, 27th of January um, uh, on Friday. I think it's the last day of the school holiday, so... Um, yep. and, and it's so, so 25th of January, 163 laps around rugby in Melbourne Park, as you said. There's going to be mm. music, inflatables, food trucks, coffee cart, skills and drill session. We'll have some Crusaders and some Matatu players um, will pop nice. over and, and be in. So, um, so there'll be plenty of people around. And I, I guess just come and enjoy the environment. But if you feel like you can, can get a lap in just to offer some support, and carry the baton for one of those 153, that would be much appreciated as well. And then there's the opportunity for people to um, to kickstart some fundraising. You, you can go onto our website, you open up your own, um, give it a little page, so you raise your own money um, uh, yep. if, if you're keen to try and do as many laps as you possibly can as well. So so 27th of January, is he, that's the big day. Beautiful, 27th of Jan, 6am start and throughout the day, 153 laps raising money for child cancer. Thank you so much, mate. Appreciate your time, Colin. And Merry Christmas to you and the team. Enjoy the break and we'll see you back for another crusade. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Thanks to you too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, always good to talk to the old boss. Look at that. Look at that jersey behind you there, is he? Yeah, staring at you. You still got that Crusader, Crusader one four nine. How many how, um, how many games did you play? I played one hundred and sixteen super, but I played only ninety one for Crusaders. I missed out nine. Yeah, but I got too many injuries. A long time though at Rugby Park. You, Colin, kept referencing it. You understand the identity of, and, and you were there. Were you there during the earthquakes? Yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah. I was. I just left training. I was driving down the road and turned the corner, and I thought, "Wow!" Popped my tire, pulled over, and there was about three hundred tsunami waves, but just the road waves coming mm. at me. Scary, man. So scary. <laughs> and that 
and that connection like that it does have with the community there and, and then the yeah, the terror attack as Colin mentioned as well. So there is a We had that. We had the Pike River, like there was this mm. planning going on down here. We've had it all and it's crazy it's yeah, when you go through the years, I don't know, that's why the freedom tough down here. And the, the the thing he was talking about, about the all-in, you know, like it's so hard mm. to get not just a, a team all on the same page, but the whole organisation on the same page as well. And and genuine, I genuinely believed him that when he said it was all about everyone being in, that's what, you know, um, we have down here, that the Crusaders actually do that. That's why they're, you know, continually at the top. Me, we. Me, we. 2017. Me and we, all together. That was our sign. Makes sense. 21 minutes past 8 o'clock and resilience just as a playing group and as a region as well. 21 minutes past 8 o'clock. So many good text messages here on our golf courses. We will get to them, but you can keep them coming in. Which golf course are we playing this summer? Where's the invite? Go on, let us know. Anywhere around Aotearoa. Someone say Stewart Island. I've played the Stewart Island golf course, the the 12 holes they have up there. Have you? Yeah. What's that like? Uh, like a paddock, but it's the most beautiful paddock, <laughs> and it's cold and windy. <laughs> yeah, I would have had to take a driver off the deck if I wanted to go 200 <laughs> into that wind. Uh, 22 minutes past eight. Here with Kim's Warehouse. Great savings every day.